Hi there, thanks for joining me for this episode of Gravity, the Digital Marketing Agency podcast. I'm Bob Gentle and every week I'm joined by small digital marketing agency owners and solo practitioners just like you. So whether you run your own agency or you're just thinking of stepping out on your own for the first time, you're in the right place. This week I'm speaking to you from the Departures Lounge of Skiffle Airport. Uh, I appreciate that's a little bit strange, but the schedule doesn't change and I need to get this done. So this week I'm speaking to fellow Scott Neil Shoney McLean. I first came across Neil uh, on Instagram and I've been captivated by his confident, brassy use of video. Neil's a great case study in not letting the constraints get in the way. Despite being based in remote rural Scotland, he's built a solid digital marketing practice. Not only that, he's built a thriving productized training business. So welcome along and let's meet Neil. So this week on the podcast, I'm joined by Neil McLean, or is it Neil Shoney McLean? Online, it's Neil Shoney McLean. Um, Neil, do you want to tell us a little bit about who you are, where you come from, and what you do? Yeah, so I am a digital marketing consultant. I live in Glasgow, I guess you could say at the moment, although I've been traveling quite a bit over the last few months. Uh, I, I sort of fell into digital marketing, didn't, didn't go down the route of doing marketing at university, certainly didn't uh, assume that I would become a digital marketer. It was the fact that I had started my own business and committed to uh, a lot of outgoings without any money in the bank. And I knew that I had to make a lot of money very quickly for my original business. And I thought the very best way to do that was to learn online marketing absolutely inside out. So I'm a self-taught digital marketer. Uh, when people found out what I had sort of done in the first couple of years with my original business, the the phone rang and somebody asked me what my day rate was for, for digital marketing services, which I never even thought about a day rate, never mind hmm. knowing how to <laughs> actually come up with one. And yeah, they, they asked me to run a, a three, no, not a three month, a two month campaign to launch uh, a new gym in Glasgow. And we spent £4,000 on Facebook ads and they made back £297,866 in membership sales. And that very quickly, the, the word spread off the back of that. And fast forward three years and it's 100% my business now to be a digital marketing consultant and just sort of gone into to coaching as well. So, yeah. And those are pretty good results for Facebook ads. I think a lot of times people spend money on Facebook ads and they get the visibility, but not not the clear, tangible return you're talking about there. That's, That's pretty impressive. And is the fitness space one, I, I know it's maybe not your core now, but is that what you spent a lot of time on? Yeah, so my, my original business was the SFN Expo. It was Scotland's biggest fitness exhibition and still is. Uh, and so... I had gone down that route as well as having a passion for health and fitness. And a lot of the clients that came to me originally were uh, personal trainers, small group PT facilities, gyms, that type of thing. But it's just grown arms and legs to things like online flower delivery, radiators and all sorts. So it, it's it's branched out to different countries and different niches and it's, it's allowed me to to hone in my digital marketing skills for, for all types of customers. One thing I'll maybe point out to listeners is Neil is Scottish. I'm Scottish. Neil's my first Scottish guest. 
um, and your sort of home base at the moment, you're sort of in transition, but is a place called Gerlach, which is the, the sort of wild, wild highlands of Scotland. Uh, <laughs> so if anybody hears a strange, um, a strange connection is because I've probably caught you on the road in Glencoe or somewhere like that. Yeah, yeah, not too far off. And the the <laughs> Wi-Fi up this neck of the woods is by far the worst Wi-Fi on the planet. Absolute beautiful scenery, and people people come up here to get away from things like Wi-Fi and their phones. So, kind of makes sense. But trying to run a digital marketing agency from there is a, a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, I bet. So, looking at your client base, I mean, how? Do they reflect in your geography? Do they typically tend to be Scottish-based clients? No, I've got... Uh, mo- most of them are, are in England, actually. And then I've got a couple in Ireland, a few in Scotland, and uh, one in America as well. Um, so it's pretty pretty widespread at the moment. I'm doing everything I can to not, not take on any new clients at the moment. Uh, whilst I have this 16-week digital marketing program up and running. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty widespread. I think looking at what you do, um, for example, having a look through your website, it's very, very focused on Facebook uh, and Facebook ads. But maybe just walk us through a little bit, walk us through what your kind of service focuses are, because everybody's a little bit different. Yeah, so quite often people come to me specifically to run Facebook ad campaigns, uh, some people come to me though to to run their email marketing campaigns or to audit their websites, those types of things. And now and again, I end up with a client that it's just all encompassing. So it is literally stripping back and auditing the the whole online marketing sort of funnel that they have, and stripping it back, putting it back together, and putting everything in place to make it run efficiently. So it it completely differs, but my my sort of my sort of look on the whole digital marketing thing is that there's first of all three ways that you can grow a business. It's increase customers, increase the frequency of spend, or increase the average order value within your business. So I first of all tend to look at are they looking just to increase sales or are they looking to increase all three of those? Because if you're focused on all three of those, first of all, you don't stop at the point of the first sale, which is the biggest mistake that the majority of businesses make. They are all out there trying to get attention, trying to get eyeballs on them and trying to get people to make a purchase. And then they don't have the just couple of simple automated systems that they could have in place to get that second sale, third sale, fourth sale, where most of the profitability actually is. I mean, it takes time, money, effort to get that first sale. And then it could be nothing more than an email automation to remind people to restock or to rebuy or to buy similar products or higher priced products that could get somebody back for that second sale takes no time uh, takes probably about an eighth of a penny when you break down your your email marketing spend Uh, so yeah so i'll typically focus on those three things first and then second of all i'll look at the entire customer journey and we'll look at how does somebody go from the point of having never heard of you before to becoming your highest paying, most uh, highest frequency uh, customer. So what does that journey look like? How do we get somebody who's never heard of us before to first of all know about us? How do we uh, get to them to that first point of sale? And how do we get them to become our highest paying customers? Now, they're not always in a complete linear fashion, but 
usually we can see a linear fashion as our ideal. So we can say, right, how do we get awareness? What we're going to use for this type of business is influencers. We're going to use social media. We're going to use some paid advertising, promoting videos. Um, the next thing might be that we try to get them onto an email list. So it might be a lead magnet that we put out to people who engage with our social media pages or watch one of our videos. So they've jumped onto our email list. Then we've got automation and that gets us to the first point of sale. And then what happens after that sale? Do we pick up the phone and speak to them about their experience and tell them about our higher price products? Or is it an email? Is it a Facebook ad that goes in front of them because we've captured the fact that they they hit our thank you page, so they've made a purchase and we're following up with them that way. It's all these different things that they they can change based on the type of business, the niche, the country, the demographic, all these different things. But typically, there is a linear fashion from awareness to first sale and then beyond second sale, third sale, fourth sale. I, I really like that. It's very, very detailed and diligent. Um, the one thing that springs to mind there looking at that is a lot of digital marketing agencies, because they're often working with a lot of clients, not necessarily paying that much, it's difficult to really penetrate things to that degree. So how many clients will you typically be working with at any one time? Uh, usually between 10 and 13, I try to keep it to uh, as much as possible. Um, I, I don't have staff myself. It's something that I've avoided. And what it sort of created for me is having to turn people away a lot so people come to me and just say can you just run my facebook ads and it's just i just simply can't do it i don't have the time i don't have the resources to do so Uh, and that's why i i created the the six three week i would say that with with 10 13 clients you also don't need to scale you probably generate a very good living just from that handful of clients yeah yeah it's it's very comfortable with with that level of clients anyway uh but that it it was more of an emotional decision that i wanted to find a solution rather than a monetary one because a lot of the time people that would get in touch with me like just like when we were speaking on instagram uh direct messages it's exactly the same people message me all the time on instagram and i've got so much time for people whether i know them or i don't and i quickly become friendly with them And when they ask me to run their ads and I say that I can't do it and they say, okay, well, who can you recommend? And I actually, funnily enough, don't like, because I don't come from a marketing background. I didn't have uh, classroom mates that were all doing marketing. So I don't know lots of other digital markers. And so when they say, who can you recommend? And I'm like, I'm not too sure, to be honest. And then that would always run through my head that, like what what is their alternative here is it to go to an agency that could overcharge them because they they don't know prices and they don't know outcomes that that should be delivered or are they going to do what i did which was years of learning loads of throwing money against the wall to see what sticks and having to learn from your own mistakes it's something that i really didn't want for these people and so creating this program was a way that i could walk people through the exact way that I wish that I learned digital marketing, which was breaking it down into eight modules, three hours of video per module, uh, broken down into even smaller videos, step by step by step, so that if there's something that confuses you, all you have to do is go back 
or you can press pause and go and do. So it's very practical. It's step by step and it breaks everything down from email marketing to Facebook ads to uh, website growth hacks, all these different things all into one. Yeah, I really like that because one of the things I often encourage every practice owner to look at is ways to avoid simply trading time for money. Exactly. To really look at how can they leverage their time and put together something that they build once and sell many times and sell many times and also deliver value many times. And you've done that really, really nicely in this course. I've had a look through it. Tell us a little bit the thought process behind that and also maybe what the inspiration behind it was. Yeah, well, that that was sort of the the inspiration was to fill that gap where somebody comes to me, asks me to run their ads, and I my only answer before was no. So the answer now to them is I can't take you on at the moment. However, there's this program and if you've got three hours a week then you can jump on this and you can learn everything I do. I I literally don't hold back in it. There's not a higher price product coming, uh, which is very typical of this type of program. So you you pay for this and then you get upsold into the next one, then the next one. And before you know it, you're spending £20,000 a year with somebody. This is exactly what I do for clients in all these different aspects from copywriting to email marketing, content marketing, Facebook ads, websites. I just do it completely step by step. And if it's a a theory based part, I'm speaking to the camera. If it's a a practical part, then it's a screen recording, showing them exactly what I do from it. Like if, if you want an announcement bar on your website so that even when people scroll, they can see the announcement and they can take action whenever it's right for them. Then how do you add that announcement bar to your website? Well, it's a four minute video in the program. It's that type of thing that I wanted it to be so easy. And then probably the most important thing, I got a great question actually on my very first Facebook Live within the private community, which was what's the most important part of the program? Now, the funny thing is, I actually think the the best part of the program if you actually had to pick one single part out, it wouldn't be the videos at all. Not anything within the eight uh, the eight modules. As well as I think that they are excellent and you should 1 million percent be doing them if you signed up to the program. If I was forced to say one single thing was the best part, it's the private community. Because I'm in there every single day as well as other people who are in a similar position as these business owners and they can ask any question about their business and their marketing and get a detailed answer and then weekly there's a live q a session uh, on facebook live within the community as well so it's that whole thing of it's great to find out what other people are doing and it's great to learn the step by steps but it's even better if you've got a single pain point that is so specific to your business and you can ask the question and get the solution I think that is the the key thing about this. Is that community a private, uh, closed community just for the program? Or is that something that you use sort of as a a lead magnet effectively yourself? It is a private community to the program. I've got a a free community as well called Neil's Digital Marketing and stuff on Facebook. However, it's a lot lot more infrequent, as you can imagine. Um, Yeah. And it's more or less when I've got something that I think is really interesting that I found with a client, I'll maybe document it in there once a week 
and tell them the story of it. And people can pick and choose what they want to take from the story and try it out for themselves. Whereas within the the community for the program, I mean, we're only we're only a week and a half in so far, uh, but everybody is so so active. People are answering each other's questions. They're downloading the worksheets for the module for the week and they're filling them in, taking photos and putting them into the group and asking, what does everybody think? We're critiquing their customer journeys. We're looking at more opportunities for products and service for them, uh, how they can bridge a gap between their drop-off point in their customer journey and the next part. All these different things and the, the conversations have been so interesting and seeing different types of businesses. I mean, we've got We've got everybody from personal trainers to plumbers to somebody who's actually uh, installing electric plug points in houses for uh, for electric cars. So, like, we it's a really varied range of people who are in the group, and everybody's customer journeys are therefore different, and it it's creating like like I just love talking about this stuff anyway. So when when yeah, I, I love I love the the variety of uh, clients you've got in there. That's really quite interesting. Yeah. You would automatically think of sort of online business owners and entrepreneurs, but that's sort of standard bread and butter businesses that really need these things, but often don't have anywhere to go. Exactly. And I mean, a lot of people don't need to become, for want of a, a better phrase, as much as I hate it, like a Facebook ninja. They don't need to become that type of person. A lot of the time, they just need to know how to put an advert together and put it out to their local community. And if they can do that, if they fill a, a gap in the market, then they're going to be successful with that for their lead generation. And building their customer journey is the most important part, to be honest, um, working out how somebody goes from attention to, to paying them a lot of money. So I'm going to ask a couple of nerdy questions. Go for it. The first one is your community, the, the program that you've got people going through, are they all going through together or is it sort of dripped on an individual basis, on a, in an individual sign-up? It's dripped on an individual sign-up. So that's why the, even the uh, the live Q&A sessions, they're not specific to what module somebody would be on at that time. They're completely open Q&A sessions. And therefore, somebody could sign up today. They'll get instant access to the first module. They'll get instant access to the worksheets, instant access to the community, and they'll get instant access to a Q&A session within the next seven days as well. So it's uh, completely scalable based on whenever somebody wants to sign up. Yeah. And uh, what platform did you build that on? Just out of sheer nerdy nosiness. WordPress. So it's not Kajabi or anything like that. No. I was just curious. I'm always curious because lots of people do it different ways. And How long did that take you to put together? It's taken me from planning to launching somewhere in the region of five to six months to put together. Yeah. So that's a big commitment. Yeah. Well, I actually completed, well, almost completed the the whole program back in November. And then I looked over all the videos and the modules were about 11 hours long each. And I was thinking, like, first of all, there's going to be a huge drop off here because people aren't going to, not 100% of the students will dedicate 11 hours to watching videos per week. So that's that's a no straight away. Second of all, it was almost like, the the content had become look at all the things that i know how to do as opposed to here's all the things you really really need to know how to do because at that point people are the same as me who are coming into this program they 
they didn't go into their business, they didn't start their business because they want to become digital marketers. They're in this program because they want their business to be more successful. So I don't need to teach them things, uh, things that they don't necessarily need to know. I just need to show them the step-by-step of everything that they definitely need to know. So that, that, that was the sort of thought, thought process behind stripping it back. And obviously that program is brand new. You literally just launched it, I think. Yeah. Um, what sort of numbers did you get through on the launch? I mean, you don't have to tell me. No, no, it's all, all good. So we got, we got 12 people booked in before the launch um, and they're, they're in the group at the moment. And the, the thing is, is like in the lead up to the launch, I originally about four months ago already had a launch plan together and I was going to do this and that and uh, get people to sign up through different mediums. And then I got to the stage where between the pressure of actually getting the product out in time uh, and then life getting in the way and then also the mindset that I don't want anybody in the program, especially at the start, who aren't all in as well. Like I want every single person in the program to add value to the other members as well as becoming an epic case study. So I didn't want to talk people into an investment of 997 in case they were the wrong type of person. I didn't want to deal with, yeah, I, I basically don't don't want even in six months or a year's time, people getting talked into joining this program. They need to know that this is the, the, the solution to the problem that they're having. So my sort of way of doing this whole thing now is I'm going to raise awareness of myself, skill set, my methodologies, add value to people, and I'm just going to let it be known that the 16-week digital marketing program exists. I'm not going to be hammering people. You will never, ever see a sale on the 16-week digital marketing program because I also see the price as almost a way of uh, creating an audience of the right type of people. If you're willing to invest 997 in your business, then I think you're in the right mindset to be joining in a program like this. If you're if you're going to wait until it's 50% off, then I think you're the type of person who's going to jump in. You're going to watch a video this week. You might not do anything the next week. And then you might say at the end of it, well, the program didn't work. But the program does work if you do all the work. I mean, people are already getting, it's a week and a half into it. People are already getting excellent results from it. And we've only done customer journey and website growth acts. So it's going to be an epic program for anybody who does it, but you kind of need to be all in. No, that makes perfect sense. And I think that 12 for a brand new course, brand new program with no history, no social proof, that's uh, pretty pretty good, good going. And really from that, it can only grow. And if it gives you confidence, that's really all you need. I, yeah, I was really surprised, to be honest, like getting getting that many people at the start, given that the the way that I did it was, well, for the last like four years, I've just had my head down working on clients. I didn't promote myself. I didn't use Facebook ads for myself. It was only for clients. Um, I, did, I haven't had a website until, I mean, th- this one's technically not even launched, <laughs> even, even though you, you can technically get to it through my Instagram bio right now. So up until today, I've never had a website in my life. So I haven't been building yeah. audiences 
for myself I've just been working on clients so to get 12 people who were willing to spend 997 on putting their trust in in me to deliver a product to them in which they could grow their business on the other end of it I thought was pretty amazing to be honest and it was a it was a good boost of confidence from the start but the the best boost of confidence has been the the reactions from the people in the program already they are just absolutely loving it they're using it like it is their new power team they drop comments videos uh, images into the group every single day asking questions answering each other's questions and then a couple of them have already met up with each other and gone for for coffees and bounced ideas so for for me that is just whether there's whether there's only going to be 12 this year or there's going to be twelve thousand people in it by the end of the year i just see it as successful at this point it's already getting results for people for people people are loving it and they're already building their own power teams and communities through it i think you've done a brilliant job and i I think a lot of people can learn from the effort you made to put that together and the payoffs clearly there something i'd like to look at now is personal branding and personal promotion because one of the things that really stands out with you is there is no corporate brand there is you and uh, i know from my own experience it's really quite challenging for a lot of people unless you're a psychopath to really step in front of the camera and let people see who you are and what you do. And you do an amazing job at that. I follow you on Instagram. I, I don't know how you manage to keep the momentum going there. You've always got something to say and you're not shy of saying it. I would be paranoid all the time. Well, who wants to hear my crap again? <laughs> but it, it works. So I'd really like to sort of hear the journey that you've been on with that because it won't have just gone from zero to 70 overnight. You, you would have had a journey there. No, well... First things first, and I think so many people take value from from hearing this is like if you see if you see my videos now, they'll look quite confident. However, I'm sitting with my fiance right now, and she's seen me in front of a camera or heard through walls me on a camera trying to get a couple of sentences out for forty five minutes. <laughs> when I first got that camera and I stood in front of it, man, you you can plan what you're going to do. And then you turn on that camera and everything just leaves your head and, and it's just gone. But it's that same thing as being in front of a camera, public speaking, even doing podcasts. They are so nerve wracking the first time you do them. So the best thing that you can do is get super, super consistent with doing it. If you committed to creating a short video every day for, for 60 days, you bet that at the end of that 60 days you are an insanely different person in front of that camera so it it really is just getting used to it over time that is the only thing that i can say about that yeah have you had any negative feedback oh yeah oh uh both in personal and uh and people who i've never met before as well (laughs) Uh, so uh a, a couple of them so from the personal point of view it was things like so i would be in a in a whatsapp group with friends from back home and they would screenshot the videos and then they would discuss them and joke about them in the group now is that is that type of thing that i i assumed for years that that type of thing would happen uh my intuition with it was correct and it's just that thing that you, you've just got to accept and get over. It's that uh, it's that thing about like building calluses in your mind. 
you just get really, really, really used to expecting these things to the point where they become a wee bit funny. Like you, you really don't care. I mean, yeah, it's the same with uh, when I put out a video. 10 ways to to grow your business in 2019 or 10 online marketing strategies for 2019 and i did them super fast no detail so that it would be a 60 second video uh, for instagram and uh, and it actually it got a a pretty big response and it it was really useful uh, but then there was a couple of funny comments on it. You should go and see them. It, it's basically like so, somebody saying that he, he wanted to like knock all my teeth out or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, I actually like burst out laughing, showed my fiance. I was like, look how funny this is. <laughs> so you, you get used to that type of thing. But I, I think everybody hates their voice. They hate their voice. They think they look terrible on camera. They panic about sounding stupid or somebody calling them out about something and i I think that that is just par for the course yeah that if if you want to build an audience and you want to be successful in business it has never ever been easier especially from a personal branding point of view everything's free the audiences in front of you are ginormous you can create video directly from your phone you can create podcasts directly from your phone and at the same time it is just all up to you and the voice in your head telling you whether this is a risk or it isn't. I really like that. I remember being at an event and somebody asked, what's the future of digital marketing? And you expect the answer is going to be something technical or creative, but the answer was courage. Uh, and I think you're a great example of that. I think it just comes across so well. And, and you're right. I think when you are your brand, um, unless you've been doing it for a very long time, boundaries between your personal and your professional life, um, well, there aren't really any. And a large proportion of your audience, because you've connected with friends over many years, they're not going to get your business. So you're going to get strange reactions from them. Yeah, exactly. And when I first started talking, I think this could be a wee, a wee bit helpful to know as well, is so I had about uh, 1,800 followers or something before I started talking about digital marketing specifically. Um, and then when I started releasing videos, I lost about two to 250 followers, like over the next few weeks. And it was obviously people that was like, so he's gone from sharing pictures of his dogs or, and like pictures of his niece and his fiance and things like that that are more lifestyle based. And he's gone right into videos teaching people how to make money online so there was a bunch of people there obviously who it like it just didn't suit them anymore because it turned almost into a business page and then that's built up over sort of two months with another like 400 400 or 450 new followers on instagram and that's all sort of been pretty much completely organic there's a little bit of facebook ads with with one video um so yeah, it's that thing that you you are going to get called out and spoken behind your back when you when you kick off with that sort of stuff because you're putting yourself out there. I think it's just the risk that everybody's got to take. And that was an excellent quote from from the the conference you were at there that the secret did. Yeah, I don't actually know who yeah, it was. It, it's an absolute belter. I'll probably be putting it in a video very soon. <laughs> You'll see it <laughs> as long as you mention the podcast. I will do. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention was your conference. I saw that online. What's the story there? Yeah, so I'm going to be doing a conference this summer in Edinburgh. It's going to be a one-day conference, but 
the big thing that I wanted to change about about this type of digital marketing conference is that you have tasks that you have to complete. So I'll be sending out automated videos. So when you sign up, uh, the seven days running up to the actual event, you've got small little things that you need to do every single day until you get to the event. And then when you get to the event, you'll be hooked up to the Wi-Fi, you'll have your laptop, and it is going to be a full practical day. So when you arrive at the conference as to when you leave, you'll have fully uh, new adverts running, you'll have new audiences set up in your Facebook ad account, you'll have new things on your website, you'll have new email systems set up and ready to go. So it's a full practical day. So not just somebody standing on stage and speaking and get a pad and pen out and see if you'll even remember to look back at these things. It's full on a practical conference. Well, when you're, I don't know if you're ready to promote that yet, but when you are, let me know and I will share it with everyone I got. Absolutely. And it will, if you, if you sign up to the 16 week digital marketing program, that's one thing that you get free. So it's, it's, right. it's included within the, the program and the, the program as well, you, you get, it, signing up right now for the first month is 12 month access so it's not just about getting 12 month access to the videos that's one thing but i think you'll sort of have the videos covered within the the 16 weeks the big thing with the 12 uh, the 12 months is that you get 52 weeks within the private community asking questions and then 52 live webinars rather than uh, 16. So there's a, a ton more value in signing up at the moment. Neil, I love what you've done with your business and we should probably start wrapping up now. Um, if people want to connect with you, how would you like them to do that? Probably the place I'm most active and I answer absolutely everybody who uh, direct messages me there is on Instagram. And so the best one is at Neil Shoney Mac. Um, yeah, so that's probably the best place to, to find me. And if you've got any questions, then you can just DM me and I'll get right back to you. Neil, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. You've been great fun. I'd love to catch up in person because I'm in Glasgow all the time. I'm really excited by the success of Neil's online training business. And I'm really grateful for how open he was about how he's built it and the journey he's still on. His early success with his product is well deserved and I'd urge you to have a look at what he's done. As always, please do take a second to review the show on iTunes. It's the very best way to spread the word about the show. My name is Bob Gentle. Thanks again to Neil for making the time. Don't forget to check out his stuff online. And as always, thanks to you for listening. See you next time.